This is International Life. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to International Ike. I am your host, Rusty Ike. This is episode 7, and for those following along at home, we've taken quite an extensive winter break here. I have been traveling overseas, getting samples of the local population in more ways than one to bring you the latest and greatest international soccer news this side of the internet. This episode and the episodes going forward will break down group play in FIFA 2018 in Russia, starting with Group A and Group B. So all I need you to do is sit back, relax, and enjoy your lesson with Rusty Ike Airlines. Oh, and by the way, I figured this year I should probably start introducing the artist. This upcoming clip is by Rain Girl, and I think you'll know why I like this track. When I am so free Mother Russia in my cup And my glasses fogging up Oh yeah, hey dog, hey, what's up? Oh yeah, hey dog, hey, what's up? When the sweaty walls are banging I don't fuck with family planning Make it rain, girl, make it rain 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 And speaking of Mother Russia in my cup, we bring you segment one will be International Ike's breakdown of Group A. And just a friendly reminder to the audience, Group A consists of host nation Russia, Saudi Arabia, Uruguay, and Egypt. So, of course, we'll start with the home host country with Russia. Their current FIFA rank is 63. Their World Cup history uh, this will be their 10th appearance uh, collectively as Russia and the Soviet Union. First qualifying in 1958 and their last qualification in 2014 Brazil. Of those qualifications, their best finish was fourth place in 1966 in England as the Soviet Union. They are coached by Stanislav Cherovarsov. <laughs> He's a former Soviet Union goalkeeper who played on the 94 and 2002 Russian teams. Previously to managing Russia, he was the Dynamo Moscow in Liga Warsaw manager. Now, the Russians usually play a 5 4 1 or a 4 5 1, depending on uh, how defensively they need to play against uh, a top tier opponent. And with that, I think their key player will definitely be uh, Igor. Akinzaviv, he's their star keeper, captain. He has 100 plus caps, and he's won over six Russian league titles with CSKA Moscow. He needs to be their brick wall because uh, they will face stiffer competition from group stage, and even if they make it out of group stage along the way. Uh, so, X keys to success goalkeeper has to be Rock at the back. Uh, he doesn't have great defensive help, so it is basically all on Igor for holding steady. 
the average age of the defense is plus 30, and they're uh, pretty slow, so not ideal. Uh, up front, Russia's go-to forward is uh, Fyodor Smolov. He's um, basically their only forward uh, that can score, so it'd be critical for midfielders uh, Denis Glushkrafov and Alish Alan uh, Dreyzov if Russia are going to get anything more than a draw out of the group stage. Uh, next up, we have Saudi Arabia, FIFA rank 69, World Cup history. This will be their fifth appearance, first qualifying in 1994 in USA, uh, with their last World Cup appearance in 2006, Germany. Their best finish in the World Cup was getting to the round of 16 in 1994. Coached by Juan Antonio Pizzi of Argentina. He's a former Spanish footballer, having previously played for Spain, despite being Argentinian-born, and in Spain for Valencia and Barcelona. Previously to the managing gig, he coached Chile, winning the Copa America Centario in 2016. Now, Saudi Arabia plays a 4-5-1 on more than one occasion, with their key player being Mohammed Al Sahalawi. He's their top uh, scorer and the only one that plays up top, so pretty critical. Leading into Ike's key success, uh, well, one known about this team, Saudi law prevents players from playing for foreign countries, uh, so basically the only option for the Saudis is to play for the Saudi League themselves. Otherwise, you can get a cop-out if you have dual citizenship elsewhere. Uh, it starts and ends with Al-Zahawi. Their only experience, experience for with 28 goals and 35 caps. Uh, Tazir Al-Jasmin and Osama Hawazawi are both senior leaders in the midfield and defense that have proven a stabilizing force in relatively inexperienced starting 11. Those two combined have 257 caps, and I think the rest of the team uh, does not even meet that 9 plus under. We'll go with Uruguay next. They are FIFA ranked 22 World Cup history, of course, hosting the 1930 inaugural World Cup with a total of 13 appearances, most notably winning in their home uh, tournament in that 1930 competition and winning the 1950 tournament in Brazil. They were coached by Oscar Tiberes, a former Uruguayan national defender, and he's been manager since 2006. Oscar played his entire career in South America, mostly and mostly managed in South America with his only European experience coming at two Italian sides for one and a half seasons. Uh, Uruguay used to play with a 4-3-3. They are now a 4-4-2, with their key players being up top, Suarez and Cavani. Next key success, uh, score early and often from Suarez and Cavani. They are a deadly combo up front. Um, the defense is the weak point with this team, so the more they can score, the less pressure on the back. Uh, other than those two, Uruguay doesn't really have any scoring threats uh, with Christine Rodriguez being the only viable third option in midfield. So attack heavy for Uruguay uh, has to be key going forward.
And then finally, Egypt, FIFA Rank 44, uh, World Cup history, their third appearance, uh, first and best performance is in 1934, finishing third in their group, with the last appearance being in 1990. They're coached by Hector Supar from Argentina, manager since 2015. Uh, Hector professionally only had three caps as an Argentina player and has over 30 years of managerial experience, most not only manager of Parma and Inter Milan. And the formation for Egypt is a 4-2-3-1 with right attacking mid Mohamed Salah being their key player. And for X keys to success, offensive press. Egypt has a good chance coming second in this group. If they fully utilize their attacking up f four up front, uh, Kouka, 25-year-old, with only 15 caps. Goalkeeper is Assam Akhardi, is the captain, and uh, he's 45 years old and has 156 caps. So quite senior in the back. And then needless to say, more the more Egypt can keep it out of the defense Defensive third, the better. So obviously Salah and Kuka have to be strong up front. Similar strategy to Uruguay and Saudi Arabia. So that leaves Ike's prediction for Group A. Uh, Uruguay, definitely the favorite, and they will win out. Uh, strong competition between Russia, Saudi Arabia, and Egypt for second. It could be the battle of the draws and goal differential between who loses to Uruguay the worst, meaning Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Russia could all tie each other and then lose to Uruguay, leaving Uruguay with nine points and the rest with three. Uh, so if you put a gun to my head, I would say at this point I'm going to give the advantage to Russia because of the home crowd advantage. Um, but Egypt could definitely sneak in there, and Saudi Arabia, I feel like, just do not have what it takes to get out of group play. Okay, this new track is my personal favorite, Black Jesus, with a mixed-in celebrity endorsement of International Likes, so stay tuned through the break. Portugal, Spain, Morocco, and Islamic Republic of Iran. First up, we have Portugal, FIFA rank number three. World Cup history, seven total appearances. First in 1966, having their best ever finish there in England of third. And, of course, their last qualification was 2014 Brazil. They're coached by Fernando Santos. Uh, Santos is a former Portuguese natural defender 
and almost played in the Portuguese during his professional career. And managerial history is a combination of Portuguese and Greek clubs with his first national gig in Greece, 2010-14, and taking over Portugal after that. Santos likes to play 4-4-2, uh, sometimes can be modified to a 4-3-1-2, depending on the situation. Uh, key player, of course, is CR7 for Portugal. <clears throat> and Ike's key success for Portugal, uh, pretty much live and die by Ronaldo. Uh, CR7 has 81 total international goals, and the nearest active player has 11 with Andre Silva. Uh, but Portugal has a decent roster of youth players, including Silva, uh, Carvalho, Mario, and Rolando. Um, so if they can step up in each of their positions, uh, they will be competitive. Next up we have Spain, FIFA ranked number 6. World Cup history, 15 total World Cup appearances. Uh, that might be one every time, minus one. First appearance is 1934, uh, and their best result, of course, is winning the 2010 championship and last appearance was last tournament in Brazil. They are coached by Julian Lopetegui, uh, former Spanish goalkeeper, though only getting one cap uh, in his international career in 1994. Managerially, uh, Julian starts as a leading Real Madrid's B team starting in 2008, and then working his way up the Spanish national team age divisions of U19, U20, and U21. After coaching Porto for a couple of years, he became Spain's head manager in 2016. Now, Kulian likes to play at 4-3-3 because Spain has a plethora of attacking options, and pretty much everyone is key to this team. So we're going to go with Isco uh, just because I said so. And, of course, Ike's key success. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing, Spain. Uh, you haven't really faltered that much disqualification. Um, every player is clutch for your starting 11, uh, so even when one-third of the field plays poorly, the other two plus the uh, Gea can step up and be just fine. Next up we have Morocco, FIFA ranked 42, World Cup history, five total appearances with their best getting out of group stage in 1986. The last World Cup uh, was in 98 France. They are coached by Herve Renaud of France. Professionally, Renaud played in the French League from 83 to 98. And managerially, he coached a combination of French and international sides, beginning with Zambia in 08, Angola in 10, Zambia again in 11 through 13, Ivory Coast 14 to 15, and currently Morocco 16 and current. Should note, Ronald is famous in African history because he's the only coach to bring two nations to the Africa Cup of Nations finals with Zambia and Ivory Coast. Ronald likes to play a 4 4 2, uh, sometimes a 4 2 3 1. And key player for Morocco will be Ayoub El Kaabi. He's a forward, uh, 26 years old, 8 caps, and 10 total goals. Execute success for Morocco. Uh, Morocco's been quite a run as of late, uh, breezing through African qualification, last losing an international match in 2017. Uh, in this group, they absolutely need to defend as they will not be able to outscore their opponents uh, if it becomes a scoring battle. Morocco's a pretty promising youth, um, 19-year-old that plays for Real Madrid, 
uh, 20 with Schalkel and Youngin that plays for Ajax. So a decent uh, grouping of international or European soccer experience anyway um, that should make this team competitive. And then last week we had Iran, FIFA rank 33, five total appearances in World Cup history, never getting out of the group stage. The first appearance was in 1978 and last last competition in Brazil. They are coached by Carlos Quiroz, of originally a Portuguese Mozambique, who played goalkeeper locally for Mozambique from 68 to 74. Uh, then Carlos moved to Portugal, where he currently resides, and he turned to managing the Portugal U-20 team in 89, and then 91, the senior team. From there, he's managed the New York Metro Stars, UAE, South Africa, Man U as an assistant, Real Madrid in 03, Portugal again from 08 to 10, and finally Iran, starting in 2011. Uh, didn't really have formation for Iran, but I'm guessing it's a combination of a 4-4-2 four, four, or a Four five one. Uh, just judging off their lineup. Uh, key player for Iran is going to be Sadir Azamun. Uh, he's a forward. Uh, Azamun is a promising young forward with the most goals scored on Team Iran with 23, and he's only 23 years of age. Uh, key success will be, of course, Sadir, and big question mark will be at the goalkeeper performance. Uh, three young lads. Uh, on the roster, the most uh, having 20 caps internationally, and the rest of the three have four combined caps. So pretty young at the back. Um, Going to have to rely on some historical defenders there. All right, Ike's prediction for Group B. Obviously, Spain's going to roll through this one. Uh, a battle between... Uh, Portugal and Morocco as I don't think Iran is going to get a win here in this group. Uh, Morocco has to hope that they can uh, tie Portugal and get the better goal differential off Iran because I feel Spain's going to get all nine points for this group. But most likely Portugal is going to roll through, squeak by in a second place finish. All right, and now we have a little jingle from Ryan Forever. Brought to you by Dirty Bird Records. do it for this episode of International Ike. Thanks for listening. As always, we will schedule Group C and Group D podcasts sometime in the near future, so stay tuned to that. Uh, friendly reminder that we're only so close to Russia, about 85, 80 days, something like that. Who knows? Who can count? I can't. But uh, super excited as always. All right, catch you later. Bye-bye.